<clears throat> Welcome to the show, guys. start off the show like we do every other one with a little over the air frequency tuning This is episode number 28, Christ. It's going to be a nice, fun topic. It's going to be what I've come to learn on what Christ is and how it applies to um, ancient teachings and all that fun stuff. Welcome to the show. So, Christ. Um, sure, a lot of people go directly to. Biblical teachings when they think of Christ. Um, People correlated to Jesus. Jesus Christ means um, the anointed Christ from Christilios, anointed. Um, Hebrew would be Messiah. Christ would be um, 
a title that you would obtain that someone would give to you because we know uh, a lot of reference as the one they called Jesus the Christ or Jesus Christ um, people directly correlate to the you know the New Testament teachings of Jesus Christ and um, it's a fully loaded um, word and there's a lot of mucked up teachings and correlations that go along with some of today's information on the man who was called Jesus Christ um, the meaning of Christ the message that's supposed to be portrayed through the teaching from the man that they may have called Jesus Christ but the beautiful thing about parables and um, ancient teaching and knowledge and information well one we all have it inside of us that's the best that's the main key um, anything I speak about is to, for you to open your mind and to do your to do your own questioning to ask for yourself what this means uh, or if it's true does it resonate with me inside um, because all the information is inside therefore all information should be discerned with that same feeling and frequency inside on whether it resonates with you as truth this is where you this is where you decide what's true to you and what's not anything I say the last thing I want for someone to do is to repeat repeat the same old pattern of just listening to what someone has told them the whole goal is to make you aware of your thoughts and be aware of the ability to find truths within yourself and the awareness to um, the awareness of what you think and what you do and so don't do the same old thing and just listen to what someone told you in the age of information um, to be uninformed is a choice mainly because of where all the information resides inside yourself so don't repeat the same patterns of just listen to what someone told you or reading someone else's story of what things are I can write stories about all my experiences and my idea of what is and if you read it you may resonate with it but that's my experience with the one source 
just like the Bible is a contemplation of stories of men and their experience with source. And if you're English, then that translation has been translated from like Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English. <clears throat> the whole story um, has been translated many times and all the books that's in the Bible are not all the contemplation of the stories that go along with it which come from the Dead Sea Scrolls which is old writings from ancient men and their um, their experiences with source or what they would call God or creator um, Yahweh um, there's so many things that go with that that's not even in the contemplation of the Bible and all those stories and so it's hard to get a real grasp on the full circle picture with um, a closed mind and a small narrative and looking at it with the dual eyes. Um, so, <clears throat> you have to just think a little bit about the history of some of the books of where the information comes from. In essence, our English Holy Bible, the King James Version, which is a version um, of translations, it um, it was translation. It was translated um, to reform Catholicism and is spawned uh, what we call. Uh, modern Christianity it um, it was created by the Roman Catholic Church um, these would be the very ones who in the story would have crucified um, the man they call Jesus the Christ or the one that's portrayed in the Bible the very ones who had these books translated would have been the ones who would have been responsible for murdering the man um, so in the Bible and a lot of things you have to look at the words and the root of the words to find the meaning of words because the tricky part about English is uh, a lot of things have a way different meaning and translation to their root word. Um, and so, so a word just like God, for example, and in Greek means um, the four-letter word, tetragrammatron, which would be the word. Um, it's also translated in Hebrew from 
Y-H-E-W, the four letters, the Greek tetragrammatron, meaning the four letters. It's a way cooler word than God, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a very loaded word, just like Christ is. And um, these definitions and ideas have been mucked up through history to manipulate man and control <clears throat> him the most uh, so you know just the history of our English Holy Bible that was translated by the Catholic Church we can look at the word Catholic which means universal the air is Catholic water is Catholic so this the universal idea of translation comes up with our contemplation that we call um, the English Holy Bible. The very first one being the King James, and there there's a new international version and many references where the English has been simplified and certain things have been summarized of these men's stories. Yeah, you because know, everybody talks about the Word of God cannot be. Altered. Well, these are men's stories with their encounters with what we would call source or the divinity within um, God, if you, if you choose um, Tetragrammatron. <laughs> <coughs> and so, words are spells, and there's so many meanings that come from ancient times to modern times and it can really get people's um, ideas twisted so you know that history of the translation to English that universal translation was meant to unite many religions of the time because a one world establishment stronghold which was the Romans existed and the Roman Catholic Church knows that people fight and die and what they believe in religiously. And so to keep people docile, obviously you would like to unite them under one religion, one political power to completely control, uh, to make a slave basically, which is in essence what exists today in so many ways by the same individuals <clears throat> and so understanding the control of controlling um, a religious philosophy and a religious idea the religious core values in a man and to control him politically is to control his mind, body, and his spirit. You know, um, if we were to go to the Bibles and parables, then, you know, that would be like taking the mark to be servitude to a system such as that would be to carry the mark. And so that's the great thing about the translations and all the ancient teachings is parables. Parables are awesome doesn't matter unless you completely change the whole word setting of a parable more than likely it's still able to be caught in the mix 
And so, a book of parables of a parable is what we have of Christ. And so now that you understand that the whole English translation was controlled and summarized, then we can see where a lot of correlations and misconstrued um, connections and ideas um, are kind of in plain sight of what they are and what they correlate to um, in the different translations. Um, We'll just cover a few things, such as um, the heavens themselves, the gods and goddesses, all the way from Egyptian to Greek to Romans to Jesus to a man in a cave to modern-day man and modern religions comes the same thing the heavens, the stars above us, the sun and the moon. Understanding the heavens, why you understand everything. Um, so we go back to Egyptian times and we have uh, Adam Ra or Ra and Set. I believe it's sun and moon. So, autumn rise where you get amen from. Uh, it's also where you get ray, as in sun ray. Um, so that's one of the oldest um, direct correlations. There's older, you know, you've got Stonehenge and so many things across the entire world that's based around the sun and the motion of the stars in the solar system um, and so Christ, the Bible uh, there is a lot of sun ideas tied into a lot of other stories um, I was raised Christian in a um, in a Baptist church uh, I've been to Methodist church I've been baptized twice so I guess I'm good to go <laughs> I'm just joking um, I've been baptized in a Methodist church and I've been baptized in a Baptist church and I've seen the differences in uh, how things are presented uh, Methodists are more formal like a Catholic church um, lighting candles and Everybody's dressed nice and quiet and, you know, a uh, big fancy guy in front of a podium. Um, short and sweet ceremonial type things, you know. Uh, small Baptist churches, you know, hooting, hollering and uh, hot hellfire and uh, paradise heaven and all that scary shit. But, um... You can find uh, a certain spirit. You can find the spirit in in certain ways with small groups leaning towards a certain frequency. And so, um, a lot of the stories that you get from the Bible um, and some of the stories of a person that we would call Jesus Christ or Emmanuel or whichever version of a person that 
they're portraying in these contemplation of stories that they call Jesus the Christ, you would see the main message of being love. And so a lot of people are allowed to attune to this frequency by loving the idea of a man that loves that much that is it raises them to a vibration because of that love frequency um even with the misconstrued ideas of getting there and all that jazz <coughs> it still can be found and and obtained in many ways We have um, so many flavors of religions um, through different parts of the world. <clears throat> My philosophy is on religion is uh, it's geographically based, um, especially you know not in a, so far of the past. You know, just a hundred years ago. You know, if you were in the Middle East, you're gonna fall under Islam or uh, Judaism and uh, in China you're gonna be uh, maybe practice Tao or Buddhism or um, atheism uh, in India you find Hindus um, and this is where the majority of uh, majority of the sects of the sections of religions you'll find um, used to be really correlated to areas of where um, different nationalities were and so it's easy to uh, make that correlation to the different ideas uh, and it be and it changing from um, different culture to culture uh but when you understand a little bit about all the religions and the parables, then you understand it's a full circle of speaking um, the same thing. And that's like how you can be what we will call Christ. You know, you can be, um, you can be the living light and the living word made flesh um, so many parables is wrapped into the one that we call Jesus Christ but it's kind of sad in a way um, to me to understand the meaning and the correlation and then to see how it plays out in modern society and modern ideology of Christianity and the actual actual message of who we would call Jesus Christ was trying to portray um, it's really plain and even in the English translation that's been changed so much once you open your eye Let thine eye be single. <clears throat> and so this sun worship 
is all throughout history and obviously the universal religion would not fall short of this um so in greek you have the constellations they had their names like their gods apollo and zeus and all this this was the constellations in the sky um and then you have the roman idea of the stars which is our modern constellations that we call pisces and aries and all these things these are all uh these were all created by the romans because they everyone worshiped the sun and the light dark was scary um when you've just got a pitchfork or when you've just got a a stick with some cloth on it for light it kind of makes the dark really scary when you can't see so you have this age-old idea of just being a primitive man in a cave where you would obviously like the light and you would be scared of the dark but a key to survival with knowing how to grow your own food so that you can survive you have to know how the stars work you have to track the stars to know when the seasons change to know when to plant your food and when it's time to harvest because this is how you survive by having a little knowledge of the heavens without modern technology um, compasses gps clocks all that good stuff the sun the son of god is a clock tells the time tells the 24 hour cycle um sundial is you know you can take a stick and draw you some lines in the sand and stick the stick straight in there and you've got a sundial you have a watch by the sun so the sun is very important the son of god lights this earth between sun and water there is no life on earth without the sun there is no life in our entire galaxy so you could see how the son of god is the sun and it is very important to our uh physical incarnations in this electromagnetic universe that we call earth um so in translation they called this uh they called it the lazy o or the lazy yeah the lazy o because if you were to be scribing and writing a lot especially cursive it is a lot quicker to write a circle for sun s-o-n than it is to write a u s-u-n so most translations in the bible that is s-u-n as in the sun is literally can be completely transferred to s-o-n because there's a lot of different 
Sun Worships that's compiled in the Universal Bible, the King James Version, the first English translation that is sun worship in different forms. Um, the Son of God dies on the cross every year and rises again. The sun dies stops on the horizon on December 22nd every year and rises again on the 25th which represents the spring is coming it's time time to plant food all that good stuff because winter sucks it's hard to survive the winter if you can't grow food <coughs> so the actual son of god that comes in the eastern sky on the clouds every morning dies on the cross every year uh, on December and rises again there's a constellation of where the sun stops on the horizon that makes a cross a constellation of stars <clears throat> this also correlates to the birth because there's three wise men that follows the star brightest star in the sky which I believe is um, Osiris um, the star of Bethlehem the star in the east um, the three wise men is Orion's belt which is the brightest star and the closest constellation to that star in December and obviously the solstice was a big deal to everybody in ancient history. So this is why you have so many correlations to um, a virgin birth and death on the cross and resurrection and three days dying and being born again. All of these come from that same date every year. All the way from Egyptian, pagan, pre-Egyptian, um, obviously, the Universal Bible that we call the Holy Bible does not fall anywhere short of, obviously, obtaining these same characteristics. <clears throat> so you have the birth of what we would call Jesus Christ. You have the death on the cross. And you have the rising again in three days. So you have Christmas, Easter, all in one nice little area of the year. Um, even Passover relates to when the sun passes over the equator. Um, the Jewish people actually used to uh, be really involved around the moon, and their calendar is still based around a lunar cycle. Um, Sin, S-I-N, is actually a moon god um, and synagogue, and uh, Israel will be spelled S-I-N and not how we spell it with S-Y-N. <clears throat> and so there's so many... Um, so many things in um, the Bible that correlates to the actual heavens, the stars, just like all the teachings um, 
in history there's a lot about the stars because obviously they're important with growing your food and growing food is how you feed yourself like a smart person so obviously as we were growing up it was um a good idea to know how the sun evolved around the earth and when the seasons came and left so that you could know when to plant yourself some food and when to save food so you could survive so this would be good knowledge to pass on to everyone at the time just like growing food which most people don't know how to do in today's society and they also don't know that they are being controlled um, by their belief systems and those very belief systems is the ripple effect in the quantum holograph or the quantum plasma of this plane that we call earth we are all responsible for everything that goes on the things that go on outside of us still go on because they go on inside of us So understanding a little bit of history is very helpful for everyone. I really always made me uneasy when people told me they hated history. I really enjoyed history. Um, I can understand not enjoying a subject, but... um, the lack of caring where you come from is uh, a product of programming and indoctrination. Um, you absolutely have to know where you come from. You have to know history. If you don't know history, then it's doomed to repeat itself. So. This is why we live in the time that we do now. We're all here now doing exactly what we're doing to stop the repetition of history. You know, all that good stuff from the previous episodes. Remembering who we are. Remembering that we're all one and that we're all connected. And um, changing ourselves and making that ripple throughout life uh, by knowing who we are. And making those decisions in our own life to actually change the world outside of us. that's what we chose to come to do and that's if you're listening to me then that's more than likely what you also come here to do welcome so history sadly enough the winners of the wars are the ones who write the history books so history is mostly lives Mostly everything you've ever been told or taught uh, religiously or through uh, public school systems. Uh, it's mostly lies, sadly. Kind of just gotta shake it off. It's all good. All the information's inside of you. It's alright. If you want it, you can find it. You can seek. You have to stand humble in the knowing that you know nothing and everything that you told was a lie. 
but it's okay because anything you want to know you can find out inside of yourself so that's why I'm a, a wise man knows nothing but secretly he knows that he can find out anything that he wish any information he seeks he shall find There's a lot of episodes that correlates to why that, and we'll get into that a little further. So, <clears throat> history. So, we've got the translation of the Bible being a lot of sun worship when we covered Christmas and the man Jesus. Um, that story set goes way before Jesus obviously because solstice was very important to the ancients for obvious reasons for feeding yourself um and just energetic energy you know new cycles everybody likes that new birth energy uh we're affected by the moon cycle obviously because we're made out of mostly water the moon affects the earth so much in the water so obviously it has effect on you um the heavens affect everything that's why uh the world is changing so much right now this cycle this predicted cycle of 2012 comes from the knowledge of the heavens and how the stars rotate so we're going through a part of space and time where there's more light protons and stuff being shot at us well quantum science proves that in every single proton is every bit of information in the entire world and you're made out of trillions of them so you have all the information in you a trillion times or more so obviously all the information is inside of you quantumly this is proven through science these days welcome to 2019 where the truth cannot be hidden if it's in every single proton of the universe then how can you hide that if you seek it you shall find it So Christ would have been obtained, named by the ones they called Jesus, Emmanuel. There were so many names. <clears throat> I was raised Christian um, real young, around 12, 13, something like that. I had, I realized there was too much shit that didn't correlate inside of me with truth, things that didn't make sense. And so... I flushed out the indoctrination and basically found the truth inside of myself very quickly. <clears throat> um, and so that's why I have a lot of knowledge of the Bible. Um, it's just funny that I've become more interested uh, in the Bible here the last year or two. Uh, because all the things that I see and understand the parable instead of uh, the teaching method that is used with the Bible. It is used exactly how it was designed to use as the control mechanism, but I could use the very same Bible and correlate all the things that I already talk about on the show here, uh, about oneness and all that 
jazz it's, it's in the same book it's all throughout history it's in all the symbolism I mean it's universally in plain sight <clears throat> I could do a um, hundred episodes of things that's in plain sight this is the same thing um, so Christ the title of Christ the title of Jesus Christ is no different it's about consciousness that's why a lot of people in the new age talk about Christ consciousness uh, to be anointed by what to be anointed by the spirit the Holy Spirit we all come from the one source we could call it spirit soul so many layers we all are the same essence and we're all connected and experiencing this duality fractality reality whatever you want to call it uh we call it reality the physical plane where things seem tense but they're really not <laughs> so uh that's why people are like oh it's an illusion hologram there's uh whatever you want to call it we call it life we call it reality the journey of remembering uh, who we are and so we can take this Christ this idea of Christ and this whole parable of books and in this specific story tied around this this word Christ so we'll call Christ is consciousness. We'll simplify that big scary word of consciousness, which is just like saying enlightenment. It is an awareness. Christ is awareness. When you're aware of what you are, you will be anointed with the Spirit. Because being aware of what you are is, once you're aware of what you are, which what you are is a son of God or a daughter of God. Uh, you are a duplication of the source. We all come from the very same essence, the very beginning, the same Big Bang. Everything come to an existence and we are experiencing all of those things in that existence. <coughs> So being aware of what's inside of you, you will find that it is a, a frequency, it's a vibration. I like to call it like the one source frequency. Um, the man Jesus in the Bible says my father or creator, universal consciousness. Um, there's so many terms, the unnameable one, um, God, Yahweh, so many, 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 many names to try to explain something that cannot be explained. So not only do you have a contemplation of books of trying to explain something that can't be explained, you have like horrible translation and manipulation thrown in there in the same time because these are just merely men's stories trying to explain their experience with that very thing, the Father or the New Testament. It was people's experience uh, with the man they called Jesus Christ. <coughs> So 
it's just a bunch of stories of an experience. We can talk about it all day long. But just like thinking for yourself, you, know, you have to find that experience for yourself. There's nothing outside of you that's going to give you that experience. There's nothing outside of you that's going to give you that knowledge because it's all in you. Yeah, you know. It's kind of like repeating the same thing. Um, and so, anybody that connects with their inner light, their inner Christ, their inner enlightenment, the source, the creator, the father, anybody that connects to this has that information, has that ability to a lot of stories that are portrayed to this awareness, this consciousness, this enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, it's no different than God, there's so many things explaining the same thing over and over and over again, but it's not outside of you, it doesn't come from a yogi, it doesn't come from a 5D ascended master, it doesn't come from worshiping Jesus Christ either, even the red letters of a man that they call Jesus Christ said that he and the Father was one and that his path was narrow, that he was the way. The reason why he was the way is because the only way to understand what he could call the Father in a language 2,000 some years ago, you know, I call it the one source frequency the source um, the best word to try to explain this is you know my father my heavenly father my father from outside of my worldly father you know this is a vessel this is a car so your father this, this portrayal of information is the best word that you could come up with this is the source of all things that you are, and it isn't. You are an expression of this frequency, this vibration. If you correlate that to these stories, then you start to see a, a totally different picture. <clears throat> you start to get to that singular I, which correlates to other religious um, doctrines. Um, you know, Christ is become conscious of who you are, becoming aware of what you are and the history of where you come from. But that information comes from inside of you once you seek it. This is why the one that they call Jesus Christ, he make, made fun of the ones in the temples who wore fancy clothes and prayed out loud to God. They were a joke. They were merely sheep. They were merely wolves in sheep clothing. Welcome to modern day Christianity. If this man, Jesus the Christ, 
that has all these parables and red letter writings in this book the message is plain and it's really plain it's right in plain sight so if the ones at the temples were dressing fancy and praying out loud and exchanging money in the church then I believe there would be um, a lot of different things going on in Christianity than what we have today if that message was actually made it through the congregations to an understanding that is true wouldn't have million dollar churches uh, a church would meet in a tent and if they raised money it would go to community to help people um, you know the best I've seen so far is a church that's opened their doors up to homeless people at night uh, well in essence you shouldn't have a, char- a church large enough to fit anybody in it because that's not what fellowship is about that was not the message of the man Jesus um, what he spoke about he had to hide to talk about it because obviously he wasn't teaching the same things they were teaching in the temples he wasn't Roman Catholic and so they had to hide to speak truth because it would cost you your life um, that's why America was founded for religious freedom you would cost you your life for teaching anything different from the religious law so you see how the unawareness of just a little bit of history can really put you in a a situation to be highly manipulated in so many ways where a little history knowledge really kind of changes the spectrum of things and so I've um you know I've done a lot of thinking and reading certain passages and things like that you know I already know there's a lot of sun worship in there and the and the death and resurrection and all of that uh, I'm still on the fence on whether there was a man Jesus the Christ <clears throat> but that's my own personal you know uh, seeking stories great don't get me wrong a lot of great information from parables from someone or multiple people uh but there's obviously encounters that um in the new testaments uh with a man who spoke the same truths and then those truths are the same you know you are um you are the son of God and the daughters of God or the source of all creation and you're here to remember that and you would have remembered way quicker had someone taught you correctly or gave you a little bit of 
correct information when you were younger, we'd have obviously a completely different world right now. Um, but that's the new age. That's what's coming. The second coming of Christ. The coming of consciousness. Awareness. What's there to be aware of? The awareness is, is that you are quantumly, esoterically, spiritually connected to all things. You are made in the image thereof. So this awareness, when applied to your life and practice, well, it'll change everything. You know, how can you, how can you hate anyone if, you know, they are you or we'll just say that they're God. They're the source. Every time you talk and interact with anyone or anything, you are speaking as the creator to the creator. Or you can put yourself in the dual perception as you just being you, but you are talking and expression yourself to the source with every interaction you have with anybody always. So how do you speak to God? You know, how do you speak to your neighbor? How do you speak to your wife, your girlfriend, your son, your daughter, the stranger, the homeless man? How do you, so how do you speak to the source? How do you speak to yourself? It's the same thing. So this awareness, this second coming, you know, all these powers and information, yeah, this inside of you is, comes from the awareness of you and who you are. And to seek that information inside of you and to seek that inner knowing and that inner um, frequency of love and compassion, which is the source of all creation that is in man. Man has this habit of doing the worst things to his fellow man that it would do to anything. But it's also where man does his greatest things to show what's inside of him the true essence of himself and not his shadow self or his small self his higher self his big self the source the father the creator when he is acting in his big man pants is as who he is or she is you know this is the one's this is how you run into burdened buildings without no thought to yourself. Because that is the ultimate um, expression of service to others. Um, to be able to service your life, exchange the whole thing. For someone else's. That is. That true essence. That's inside of everyone. And you can see it. A lot of times. If you look close enough.
So man has a lot of love inside of him. All men and women across the world. They're just unaware of it, but you can you can uh, connect to that awareness of who you are. And you can express it through your life. And that's the whole story that's in this book um, about a man they called Jesus Christ. And what he was trying to teach is your magical power as man. And that is who you are. That expression of of love. A frequency that we call the source. Um, where love obviously falls short. I mean, you call people who act in that frequency heroes and things like that. <clears throat> Or you called him things like Jesus Christ, or anointed, or Messiah, to be able to express that love and a message to make people aware of who they are. That is magnificent because true freedom and salvation comes from the understanding of who and what you are. Why? You can't be a slave if you know who and what you are. You can't be controlled by religious indoctrination. You can't be controlled by politics. You can't be controlled by a damn thing whenever you're aware of who and what you are and you walk in that and act in that essence to be Christed, to attain the Christ within. Even the man that they copied his words as red letters in the book said you will be greater gods than him. You know, revelation means to be revealed. So the second coming of Christ is you now. It's the coming of awareness of who you are. So you have to know thyself. And then when you become aware of who you are and you have any doubts of what the message was, it's everywhere in plain sight in any religious religion philosophy. You can find the parables of the same thing. You can find it in symbols. If you're trying to find something outside of yourself to reassure what's something inside of you you've already found, or you can find it all across the motherfucking board. It's there. Because you are it. You are the Christ. You are in the second coming of Christ. The message from the man they called Jesus the Christ is that what he was, you are, his path, the inward journey, the only way to find the Father to bring heaven to earth, the kingdom, is to become aware of that which is salvation. You can't find that in a church. You can't find that anywhere but inside of yourself. And that, my friend, cannot be controlled by anything outside of yourself.
With that kind of understanding of the knowledge that's inside of you, no man can tell you anything whatsoever and play you for a fool when it comes to information that's inside of you. Once you understand that death is not death, then you... What is there to fear? Fear is the only thing that has kept the Christ within hidden. These were all the parables of demons and Satan. All the parables of God and Christ and angels. This spectrum. This yin, this yang, this white, this black, this good, this evil. It is you. You are that whole thing. You are all of that wrapped up in this tiny little vessel that you call your human body. That you have a name and all these ideas and attachments to it. It seems as if you were a son of or daughter of God sent to the world to invest in the world. To be rejected by it. To be killed. Because that inward journey in essence is a sacrifice of who you thought you were. All that bullshit that you thought you were. It has to go like a death. All those things of the world that you thought was are gone. It's like a rebirth. Does the parable sound familiar? So was Jesus Christ real? Really doesn't matter. There's a great story there. Even the crucifixion itself the icky one that they portray not the sun and the stars I like that one way better but the essence of a man who was being beaten to death for telling you exactly what I just told you telling indoctrinated controlled people that very message is what Jesus Christ apparently had done per se the bible Minus him being born from heaven and virgin and all that other stuff. This man or God, one and the same, was ridiculed by a foreign government and his very people, his very friend, Judas, betrayed him for money. And he was beaten and mocked. And the story says that he said, Forgive them, for they know what they know not what they do. That's profound application of information of what that essence of source is. A love that is beyond what the human mind most of the time can comprehend that same essence of a man that would run into a burning building to save a family or a baby is that same essence of a man that could be beaten for bearing the fruit from his father the source to be beaten to death and for that very message and to still express that light of unconditional love 
to ask for forgiveness for the very ones who were beating him to death at the same time. Well, that is profound parable or real story. Irrelevant either way on the real story or not. Because it's a magnificent portrayal once understood correctly of what to be Christ means. What to what it means to encompass that frequency that's inside of you to understand what we would call unconditional love truthfully. That is all creation. You would understand that this is a journey experience. We are the universe experience in itself. You are the source experiencing this reality. This is why I and the I and the Father are or one. This is why I am the living light and the living word made flesh. I come from the one light bang from the beginning. The living word. The reason why I'm the living word, well, if every bit of the whole known universe information is every proton and there's like trillions in my body, then obviously I am the living word. Jesus Christ, a person who was trying to explain quantum physics like 2,000 plus years ago. Pretty fucking awesome job. If you understand what's being said, you are the living light and the living word made flesh. You are all the information of the whole known universe wrapped into a vessel of energy that you call the human body. And a proton is light. You are a light that contains information of the whole known universe. We are all the living light and the living word made flesh. So obviously I am the living light and the living word made flesh. And this man in this book that they call Jesus Christ, he was the living light and the living word made flesh. Well, guess what? I am the path because I went the inward journey. That is the same thing. The path is narrow. It's only one direction and it's inside. to be anointed to be in that spirit is to encompass that frequency that one where you would burst into that burning building to save someone's life that same frequency that you would die and still forgive the ones in the very action of beating you to death that is magnificent frequency wouldn't you think well, that's not judgmental. That's not a God in this book that they call the Bible as portrayed. It's not a bearded man in the sky with a two-by-four ready to whack the shit out every every time you do something wrong. Well, that's completely different. So when you encompass that frequency that you are, that is all things in and around you, that source, and you look at this plane that we call Earth, this dense realm of energy, and you see that all people and all things is that source, and you understand that each person is that living light and that living word. And you can hold that love, that unconditional love for that person no matter what they do. I mean, this is the murderer, this is the rapist, 
This is the worst person that you can think of in your entire life. And if you can understand that they are still that light and that word. And they're just a baby. Like a newborn baby taking a shit on themselves in their diaper. And pitching a fit and all that good stuff that comes with babies. Who are unaware of things. Well, when you act out of that unawareness to the most extreme degree, you know, you're going to shit on yourself and, you know, you might piss and shit on the ones around you if you're not wearing a diaper. (laughs) And that applies to life. And so to be aware, to be Christ, to have the understanding is to walk and that understanding and apply it to life. <coughs> we have any um, questions or comments for the night? Thanks everyone for joining. Well, thanks everyone for joining the show tonight. This is episode 28, Christ on Higher Frequencies. You can find this on the website at higherfrequencies5d.com. You can find this on Facebook or YouTube, all the episodes, or you can listen to the audio on Google Play. Um... You can listen on Google Play and iTunes. I said that. Uh, But only the last 10 episodes. But you can catch... uh, You can download all the audio off the website directly. Uh, And you can see all the previous episodes on the social media platform of YouTube and Facebook. Um... I'm going to be doing a live presentation for any people that's local uh, at Heartlight Spiritual Center on April 6th called um, Think Frequencies, Speak Life is the name of the presentation. It'll be about two hours long. Um, just a love donation uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina on April 6th at 10 a.m. to 12 for all you guys that would like to uh, check that out, come join us. Um, everyone have a good one. Peace and love. Namaste.